Hello and welcome everybody. You're tuning in to the Sideline Scoop, your home for all things sports, fantasy, and betting. Yo, 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 what's going on guys? Welcome back to, um, I guess, technically the first episode of the Sideline Scoop with a new host. Um, so we had a little meeting, obviously we missed, what, two weeks? How many two weeks? weeks? Yep. We missed yep. two weeks, uh, technical difficulties, just scheduling a bunch of different shit going on. Um, had a couple meetings and we decided we're going to kind of change the pace of the show. So sorry if you didn't want to hear me twice, but um, I'm going to be the host of this show and I'm going to host my own that's coming back, the Real Bar Podcast. So I apologize if you don't like listening to me, but um, I'm back in here with uh, my boy Zakala. What's going on, guys? And uh, co-host uh, Bert. What's up, bud? What's up, Mace? And um, like I said, we, we kind of had a meeting. We talked. We're going to kind of change the pace of what's going on and uh, try to introduce a couple new things. We're going to introduce some segments. And um, overall, we're going to try and use like the webcam more and try to introduce things where you can see and interact, stuff like that. Try to just get it running a little more fluently. So with that being said, I'm going to introduce our first segment. It's actually called Breaking the Ice. So I figured it'd be the best way to start it off. And uh, that's going to be Zakala's segment, Breaking the Ice with Matty Ice. Basically, how that's going to go is um, every week or whenever we do the segment, he's going to basically give you a player or two players who have just been awful or just not performing to their best. Correct, Zakala? Yeah, just... Not performing based on how you might have drafted Expected. him or, you know, traded for him based on. Yeah, so so he's going to give you something like that, and then he's going to kind of give you some fantasy advice on whether he thinks maybe they're going to potentially go back to where they're supposed to or maybe just get rid of him, trade him, get, do whatever you can, just get him off your roster. So, like I said, let's start with breaking the ice. You got for us. All right, first guy, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, he's, he was a first-rounder in many leagues. Uh, if he wasn't a first, he was, you know, that 10th, 11th, 12th pick there, so... Um, he's been shit all year. Last five <laughs> weeks, 10, 14, 12, 8, and 6. I mean, for Le'Veon Bell to do that, based on how he played in Pittsburgh the last three, four years, um, it's been tough for him. You know, Darnold going down, he's had Luke Falk back there. So, you know, it's easy for teams to pack the box against him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Darnold's going to, you know, take a little pressure off him. He's going to, you know, throw the ball around the field and, you know, make things happen. But... The thing I was really looking at was the schedule going forward. He plays Miami next week, the second worst ranked run defense. The Giants, eighth ranked worst uh, run defense. He's got Washington, who is the ninth worst. Oakland, 14th. And then back to Cincy, who is the worst. And then Miami again, who is the second worst. So that's little six-game, you know, stretch, he's got. stretch right there. Um, I think he's got the ability to turn around. You know, Darnold's back. He's looking healthy. Um He's got his weapons. I mean, Demarius Thomas got into the action a little bit yesterday. He was throwing to his tight ends well. They end up losing, but they scored 20-something points against a good Jacksonville defense. So um, I think Darnold being there is definitely going to take a lot of pressure off Le'Veon. And I think, you know, PPR leaks, he's going to get catchy. That's, that's what he's been known for in Pittsburgh. Um, he was a – they lined him up outside. He was, he was just a receiving beast. He had six, seven catches a week. So I think if you can get back to him even doing that, it's adding points to your lineup each week. You're not going to see him anywhere ever in the single digits again, I think, the rest of the season. I think he's a double-digit guy each week going forward. So your take is don't worry about what Le'Veon's done in the past. He thinks his schedule's easy enough coming up that he's going to perform like he's expected to in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Especially um, with Darnold being yeah, back and shit. Like, yeah. All right, I like that one. Bert, what do you think about that? Le'Veon Bell, good take on keeping him in your roster or trade him for the value he's got right now? Uh, I think I would be a guy that would trade for him. For him, okay. I, yeah. I wouldn't mind that. I'm like trying to right now, a, actually. Take a gamble on it, and and hopefully it'll pay off. You know, what do we got? Eight weeks, nine weeks left of fantasy. I like mm-hmm. that. Some leagues. What do you got for your, your second guy? Joe Mixon. 
Ooh, haven't heard that name in a minute. What's he exactly. What's he been up to? Nothing, man. Nothing at all. So I mean, it's a fucking dumpster fire up there in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he Literally. was a second rounder in almost every league. I've been in three leagues, and he was a second round pick in all of them. One kid actually cupped him in the second round. Uh, last six weeks, 10, 11, 5. The last two weeks, 11 and 17. So, you see, you know, it's trending upward a little bit. Uh, this past weekend against the Rams, good, pretty good defense, played over there in London. He had 17 carries, 66 yards, but he had four, tar- four targets, four catches, 11 yards, and a touchdown. So, it's a good week. That's a Classic Joe Mixon week right there. I think it ended up being uh, 21 points maybe in a PPR league. And for him, um, Gio Bernard, he's the other back there. Um, nothing he has done has been Impressive productive by any no. means. Um, the really favorable schedule coming up. Oakland, Pittsburgh, Jets, Cleveland, Miami. That's the 14th, 8th, 5th, 6th, and 2nd ranked worst run defense in the league. So Lake Le'Veon. A very good, promising, um, you know, stretch of games coming up here. So, I think he can start to turn this around a little bit. Nice. People, I, I mean, two weeks ago after he put up that five against, I want to say it was Baltimore. I think he had five. Okay. Um, people are saying, is Joe Mixon droppable? Jeez. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, Starting people, running back anywhere really shouldn't yeah, be dropped. Yeah, beginning people were saying, you know, take him out of your lineup. But then I saw people, can I drop Joe Mixon? Should I drop Joe Mixon for this receiver to stream this week? No, it's Joe Mixon. He's yeah. a starting fantasy running back. He was on one of my championship team la- last year. Um, one of your championship? You got multiple chips yeah, last, year? last year? Okay. Two last year, yep. And he was on one of them. But uh, I actually had the chance to keep him in the second round if I wanted to, but I chose not to, thank God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think he's starting to turn this around a little bit. I mean, Cincinnati puts up points. Andy Dolan. I mean, he's a he's a reliable he's a reliable fantasy quarterback. Dude, he three thirty eight and two touchdowns last week. That's that was last week. Oh, no, fuck that, dude. Andy Dalton. That's like saying Philip Rivers is reliable, dude. No, dude. He puts up fifteen know, points maybe, and he throws two picks every week. He's awful. But I do like the takes on Joe Mixon, Le'Veon Bell. So that was a good way to break the ice. Um, obviously, you guys heard Bert, and you guys know what he's here for. Bert mentioned uh, he was willing to take the gamble on Le'Veon Bell, and just to kind of hop on that word gamble, you guys know that's what Bert's here for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just that's what he does. So we have a, we have a couple segments for Bert. I think you guys will really like these. Appreciate them. I'm gonna start off with a little easy one for you guys. This is a uh, it's gonna be called Bert's Economy Pick. Uh, I like this because I mean it really caters to me, honestly. <laughs> this is just for for people that don't got no money. They like to bet, they like to squeeze, but they really just can't afford to put out these big ass two hundred hundred dollar whatever you want to call it bets. Just just too much money to give away. So um, Bert's Economy Pick is gonna be basically a ten to twenty dollar, maybe even a five dollar, whatever you want to toss on it. Uh, parlay for anyone that doesn't know what a parlay is, it's a uh, Low risk, high rewards. So you throw a little bit of money on it, and basically, like five wins fifty, ten wins a hundred. Um, so, like I said, very low risk, and the reward is insane if you can if you can hit it. So, Bert, uh, give him give him your parlay and let him know what you think and why you think it might hit, and let him know what the economy pick is. All right, we got uh, three teams in this parlay. We're gonna start it off midnight. Uh, well, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, midnight or twelve a.m. Sunday in Hawaii. Wow. Uh, Hawaii's only minus two and a half on the island. I always like betting them when they're playing in Hawaii. Uh, they play Fresno State. So I think the air raid offense will really come to play. It always comes to play in Hawaii. And, uh, you know, depending on when teams get there in Hawaii, sometimes it's weird. Uh, they're just not well adjusted. And 
I see Hawaii just easily winning that game. So we're going to add that as our first play on the parlay. Is that a money line or we're going, we're taking the points? We're taking there. the points. Take uh, the points? That's minus two and a half. So, All right. Uh, we're going to play the points on that. Then we'll be, uh, well, actually, we're starting Thursday. Uh, I'm taking San Fran money line. Who are they playing? Cards? Against the Cardinals. They're away in Arizona. So, I mean, they don't got to travel across the country either. So that's that's easy for them. And then the way they just piss-pounded Carolina yesterday. That was um, brutal, dude. I just don't see them. <laughs> that was fucking brutal. I don't see uh, I don't see San Fran dropping that one. Yeah, no. And then to finish it off, we are going to take the Seahawks at home, minus six and a half. All right, so so we're going with – we're starting off with San Fran. You're going to take the money line there. Then we're going to go over to the late-night degenerate special, and you're going to hit Hawaii with Neg 2, right? Yeah, you tune in on Facebook Live if you want to watch it. Yeah, Facebook, it Facebook Live. Games. You yeah. guys can catch the Hawaii game because they and don't air that anywhere. Seahawks minus 6.5. And, and then, um, then we're going to hit it with the Seahawks minus 6.5. Who are they playing against? The Bucks. The Bucks. All right. And Seahawks are home. Putting you on the spot quick. Do you have a fourth team you can throw in there? In case people's books don't take three teams, because I, I know I know some bookies that don't take three team parlays. You got a random fourth you could toss in. It's it's putting you on the spot. It's pressure, but just in case people want to do a four team, their book won't take a three teamer. Anyone else you like, maybe even a lean on it, won't count it towards your actual record for your economy uh, picks though. All right, before you pick this fourth, um, yeah, give me some was time. Your, what was your total going to be for this three team parlay? I'm going to plug it in quick, see what it runs us. Ooh, we'll just put twenty bucks on it. All right. Nothing crazy. All right, twenty dollar parlay of these three teams: San Fran money line, Seattle minus six and a half, Hawaii minus two and a half. Twenty bucks wins you seventy-two dollars. That's not bad. That's low risk, high reward. Everyone's got a twenty dollar bill, right? That's called the economy pick, right there. That's beautiful. Bert, you I guess if you wanted to throw another one in there, you could probably throw the Patriots money line. They're only minus four, so the juice on that money line won't be too bad. It should add maybe another thirty, forty bucks. See if it pushes it over 100, 20 for 100. Check it out right now. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. We're going to check that. Um, so, yeah, guys, just I mean, just kind of hit on that again in case you missed it while he's looking that up. Um, the economy pick. We're going to do that pretty often, maybe weekly. <laughs> I don't know what that face was. but uh, 20 but, wins 109. What is it? 20 wins 109. So, Beautiful. For, so for the four-team economy pick Bert just put out, $20 bill. If all the four of those come in, that'll win you $109. If you lose, $20 gone. No big deal. No harm, no foul. Um, but once again, like I said, the economy pick, we're going to try and do it weekly and it'll just be exactly what that just was. It's going to be three to four teams that Bert likes, leans, whatever. And, um, he's just trying to save people a little bit of money, give them still the the thrill of watching the games and also the chance to win a little bit of money. So hopefully you guys like that segment. Uh, that'll be a weekly thing and hopefully we can win you guys a little bit of money or actually hopefully Bert can win you guys a little bit of money. Uh, we're going to stay with Bert on this one. Hopefully you're ready for some more. Um, this, this brings us back to week one of this, uh, podcast when Bert kind of, I think we used it on our Instagram. He had a little quote, something about, uh, how Bert loves the back door. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't, if you're, if you're a gambler, if you're a better, you got to love a back door that comes in. So with this segment, we're going to go with the back door tickler. And I, I mean, <laughs> and everyone loves a back door fucking tickler, especially Bert. Um, what we're going to do with this segment is basically Bert's going to give you a game that um, he thinks is going to be a lot closer than the Sharps or even the bookmakers think is going to be. And he's going to tell you he thinks it's going to come in back door, why he thinks it's going to come in back door, as well as possibly how. So, Bert, what do you got for the backdoor tickler this week? I'm going to take you guys down to the swamp. Oof. Florida-Georgia? We're going to the Florida-Georgia game. Wow. Uh, last year, Georgia won this game. It was in Georgia. Um, and right now, Georgia's sort of just struggling. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, they won last week, twenty-one nothing against Kentucky. But Jake Fromm threw for thirty-five yards, and then uh, they really won that game on the ground with DeAndre Swift. He rushed for like a buck eighty, I think. Um, so the, that line is is weird to me. Uh, Florida's getting five and a half at home. I say it's got I six right now. I'm looking at it right now. I don't. I don't really see. Um, you know, I feel like that game should be more more of like a three point spreader. So, but anyway, um, I could see Georgia really getting it going on the ground in Florida. Um, Florida just tends to struggle with teams uh, that run the ball a lot. So if, if DeAndre Swift is is uh, running the ball well and they're drawing up plays specifically for him to you know try to get past this defense, I could see Georgia lead in this game. You know, late into the fourth quarter. But uh, I see Kyle Trask. I could see Florida just coming down the field and, uh, you know, win there at the end. They might be down maybe, maybe a touchdown, five points or so. But I like Florida to win the game outright. Wow. He didn't only pick a backdoor. He picked a real close line for a backdoor. Not an 11, not a 12. He picked a what, six you said? Five and a half, six? Five and a half, six, yeah. So he thinks you think Florida's going to come in and cover this backdoor in the fourth quarter, you're saying? Yeah. I'll take that. I could see them game winning drive at the end. All right, guys, that's also, I mean, not that he said it, my words, not his. That's a potential lean if you guys want it. I mean, Bert thinks they're the back door. So, I mean, I, I would go Florida if you guys want to Georgia, take the Georgia, like I said, Georgia's been struggling, and Florida needs to win this game to stay in the stay in the chase to get to the playoff. For sure. No, so, I, I like that a lot. I was actually are, looking at that game earlier. That, that's going to be a good game just to bet in general. So. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good game, 332. So, exactly. not too late. Everybody should be able to watch that one. You like that, uh, Matt? What do you think about that? I like nice that. Nice back door, Florida coming in? Yeah. That's not bad at all. All maybe right. Lose, even if they don't, maybe they lose by three. Maybe they, they can still lose and still cover. Yeah, you so. know, not by much. That's <laughs> that's a good pick. I like that. Uh, a lot of injuries this week. Actually, not a lot, but a few injuries that could have potentially affect um, bets, fantasy lineups, a bunch of different stuff. So that's another thing we kind of want to start talking about on here is um, just just things that could affect. Because we want to start getting into the gambling side of things a little more. Things that could affect potential bets you're going to make, and things that also could affect starting and sitting people in your fantasy lineups. So we're no longer going to do stardom sit-ems. Um, we might add that in every once in a while if uh, we It'll feel the It'll still be need. on the Instagram and stuff. I'm yeah. still post it every week. Yeah, you can definitely go check the Instagram, Twitter, whatever, for uh, stardom sit-ems every week if you rely on that um, for certain players. Um, you can uh, DM into the Instagram just to like ask questions and stuff like that. But as far as being on the show on the live podcast, we won't do that weekly. We are going to do something called Wounded Warriors pretty frequently, depending on the severity of the injuries and how often people get injured. Hopefully not often. But um, it's basically going to be exactly what it is. It's going to be people that got injured in the NFL or college, and it's going to be whether those injuries are severe enough to affect potential bets that you could be making or f- affect the lineup you're making in fantasy. So that, I'm going to go to the fantasy specialist, obviously, on that, <laughs> Matty Ice, and um, give us your Wounded Warriors this week and let us know why you think we need to know about them. So, I mean, this week there wasn't anything too severe. Uh, the, the big one that pops right off is Chase Edmonds. Uh, Coming off that huge 38-point fantasy week he had two weeks ago while well, he filled in for David Johnson after he played one snap. Um, he was I guarantee you, if he was on your team, he was in your lineup last week. Uh, I started him in two of mine, hurt his hamstring there, and I think midway through the second quarter against the Saints. Um, this morning, Cardinals go out, trade for Kenyon Drake. So I think this kind of sends a ripple effect throughout the, the, the two teams that were involved. Uh, and over there in Miami... Um, Drake's gone, so more carries for Mark Walton and Kalen Ballage. Um, I prefer Walton of the two. Uh, I think he's, I think he's going to be the lead back there. I think uh, fantasy wise, he is a waiver pickup come tomorrow morning. 
Um, even for Ballage, if he's out there, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd go as far as putting a claim in on him, but I would pick him up if he's out there. Uh, and then going on to Arizona side of it, um, David Johnson's questionable for this one's uh, this Thursday's Thursday night game, and then next week's game. That's what uh, Clint Kingsbury came out and said. But um, Edmonds is going to miss a handful of weeks. Uh, I like Drake this week as a flex running back. I think quick turnaround he gets there in Arizona and he's you know he'll play probably 30 40 stamps or whatever so mm -hmm. I think he's a good flex play this week and depending on David Johnson's status going for next week that could be up in the air going forward I think Chase Edmonds might be droppable depending on how big your roster is how many bench spots you got um I don't see him holding much value when he comes back especially with Drake and hopefully a David Johnson mm -hmm. um so there's that. Another injury we saw Thursday night, um, Case Keenum with the concussion. Oh, yeah. Um, he looked good, honestly. He looked good that, what was it, two and a half quarters? What did he get, halfway through the third, I think? He looked he good. Looked, he looked all right. Playing against Minnesota. <laughs> You're not sold on look good? <laughs> well, I mean, it was a close game until he got out is what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were pissed. I had a little Terry McLaurin plot prop going Thursday night. Oh yeah, I saw that. Sixty-three yards. He had forty-nine at halftime, and Haskins gets hurt, and he didn't touch the ball the rest of the game. <laughs> so he's this morning. They came out and said he's in the concussion protocol. Um, Washington is um, who they got this week. They play. Uh, they play the Bills this week. They're plus ten uh, in Buffalo. Um, I see that line might even move more if Haskins is starting or. Who's the other? Colt McCoy. Yeah. Um, that's something to keep an eye on if you're planning on betting that game. I can see even moving down a little bit if Keenum gets announced as a starter. Um, I would stay away from that. Uh, I think it's bad for Terry McLaurin if Haskins is starting. Uh, you saw it. He came in the game. He didn't complete a pass, and he threw an interception while targeting McLaurin. Uh, Paul Richardson seemed like he played all right with Haskins. I think he caught three balls for 39 yards. But I think just – no Keenum is no good for any of the weapons on the side of the ball for the Redskins. Um, those are pretty much the only two I saw that kind of popped off the chart for me. Obviously, that uh, Kenyon Drake trade shook up, you know, three or four guys. Yeah. Blacko got hurt, too. Yeah, he's he's announced out this week. So, I would play um, pick up Cleveland Browns defense. Stream him this week against Denver. They're starting a guy I don't even know who the fuck he is. <laughs> <laughs> um Honestly, they they got after Tom Brady a little bit yesterday. They got a little pressure on him. Miles Garrett sacked him twice. Um, yeah. Made him get out of the pocket and run around a little bit. Um, honestly, I, I wish Flacco was playing. I think Cleveland would even, you know, sack him a little more because he can't fucking move worth a shit. He's a statue. Um, yeah, so Cleveland's defense is definitely someone I'd keep an eye on. They should be a free agent in your league, definitely after they played New England last yeah. week and yeah. Seattle the week before that. They definitely should be a free agent. For sure. So quick question though. Uh oh. Uh well yesterday, Latavius Murray. Oh my gosh. Huge day. Two weeks in a row. Yeah, since the week so, before too. You think this could create a timeshare over there in New Orleans? Um, I mean, you saw Kamara put up the points he put up with Mark Ingram while he was there. He's he's playing the Mark Ingram role right now perfectly fine. Uh, you know, Kamara's knees banged up, his ankles banged up, so they took the smart route, sat him out this week, and then they got the bye next week. They're going to come back and play Atlanta right after the bye, so that's a friendly matchup that you don't play defense. 
Then they play Tampa Bay again, who also doesn't play defense. Then they play Carolina, who just gave up 51 points. So that was I think I think you could keep Latavius Murray in your lineup as a flex. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't say running back one or two, but I think I would flex him. Um, PPR league, 34 points two weeks ago and 38 points last week. Uh, he had combined 48 carries, 217 yards, three touchdowns. And then last week he had 13 targets. Yesterday he had 13 targets. Yeah, out of the, the big thing is they're still targeting him out of the backfield, which is 13 which is targets. Huge. He had nine catches, 55 yards, and another touchdown. So, I mean, kind of similar to what Camaro would see. But oh yeah, I, I don't. He's not. They're not gonna. You're not gonna feed him the rock as much as he has been in the past because obviously those two injuries coming off, and you you see what Murray has done. They they've been perfectly fine with him. So I think Sean Payton will be smart about it. They'll. You know, limit Kamara's touches, and I think he's a, he's a safe play going for it, especially against those three weak defenses. Speaking of uh, time sharing, what do you think's going on with the uh, situation over in Green Bay? You think uh, you think they can keep up that productivity with uh, Aaron Jones and Jamal Aaron Williams? Jones is a superstar, it, dude, two headed he, monster. He's doing some crazy things over there. They both are, honestly. You think they can keep that up yeah. going forward? Yeah. So you blow it out. Good. Is it a good play to Aaron Jones as your running back one and Jamal Williams as a possibly a flex? Yeah, like you did yesterday. I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> <laughs> what I, th- I think, uh, what Jones had thirty three for me, depending on your league scoring, and I that think was thirty three w- in the standard league. And Williams had what sixteen or something 16, stupid. I think, yeah, after so, he caught a fucking touchdown pass that Rogers was thrown away. <laughs> yeah, and, and the week before, I think they did like Aaron Jones fourteen and Jamal Williams nine, something like well, that. Rodgers never had a receiving back like Aaron Jones. I mean, Eddie Lacy was uh, oh, right Jesus. up through the middle. Ryan yeah. Grant, right up through the middle. Um, you know, like, he's never had somebody that really catches balls out of the backfield like he this. He loves throwing to him. Dude, he throws him bombs, dude. 30, 40-yard bombs. I, I like that a lot. I just he, had, he had 45 points in a PPR league last week. Um, Jeez. He gets, his, he gets a lot of points, like, through the air. So, I, even if it's, you know, a timeshare thing where – you're worried about Jamal Williams taking carries from Jones. He's still going to get his catches. He had he had nine targets for seven catches last week. Week before that, eight eight targets for seven catches. Week before that again, seven target seven targets for four catches. So I mean, Aaron Jones got or uh, Jamal Williams got hurt that Philly game. That was week four, and he's been back since week six. So I mean, yeah, I I don't have a problem flexing Jamal Williams d- depending on how the matchup is. You know, some of those strong. A little better defenses. I'm. I might be a little skeptical to play Aaron Jones, or I mean Jamal Williams. But Aaron Jones is a running back one, no matter what, going for the rest of the season. Nice. Um, kind of want to bring it back a little bit towards the gambling side. Kind of also just a little comedy, funny side of it. Uh, this this last segment's called "What's Bigger." We actually changed the name last minute. Um, but I think I think people will like this one. So basically, just to kind of preface this. We had a couple personal bets we were squeezing for this weekend. Squeezing's an understatement. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the Colts was one of them, definitely. I think you can agree with that. Yeah. Um, and then also, not you, I don't think you bet this one, but for me, Green Bay was another one, unfortunately. <laughs> didn't didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, but um, those are kind of how I'm going to preface this segment because I use those squeezes as my question. So this is kind of to both of you, whether you bet it or not. I just want to know what you guys think is bigger. Adam Vinatieri kicking a 51-yarder to end the game and cover a backdoor tease <laughs> or a thousand baby elephants walking across your chest. I'm going to go with the Look at Bert's face, dude. I'm going to go with that Vinatieri field goal, man. I mean, that's we were all in our, my basement. That saved 
probably three or four of us combined 500 bucks. So, I mean, that was big. We were for, for one person, it saved them what? A, about a six hundred dollars swing he went from beating up or being down five ninety to winning to being down one 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 eighty or something or like that. So that was a hell of a swing, Bert. What, what's your take on that? Because I don't know. You probably didn't <laughs> tease that game, so oh, you don't no. know the pressure. Well, what I, it was like? I was squeezing in the offer direction. I had Broncos. Oh, yeah. oh man, we had they covered. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. we yeah, had a they covered. Yeah, they're getting four and a half or six and a half, right? I don't. Know, I think I had them at five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah, we so. we all teased Seattle. And I'm like, just don't Indy. let up a fucking touchdown. I would have been so so no one's no one's rolling with the elephants on that. Money's money, man. That's crazy. All right, so I, I mean, I guess this next one will be even easier then if no one's rolling with them. We got um, Tremont. <laughs> fucking this guy, dude. He killed me. Uh, all right, Tremont Williams, illegal hands to the face on fucking third and goal, or the lines at Walmart on the first of the month. <laughs> what do you guys think? Can I change that to lines at all these on the first of the month? Oh fuck, that changes oh, things. What do you guys think? That Tremont, that Tremont. Just to preface this as well, that Tremont Williams hands to the face, um, fucked me on the uh, tees for. I had I had the under under fifty four. It was third and goal, uh, incomplete pass. They were gonna have to kick a field goal. The game would have came in at an under. He got called for illegal hands to the face, and next the next play, play they ran it in touchdown. for a touchdown. And I got fucked. So obviously here I'm rolling with Tremont Williams. That was fucking huge. Killed me. He's horrible. That was awful. W- what's your guys' take on it? That Aldi's line, man. Really? Yeah. That thing's fat, dude. That was, oh man. That Aldi's line probably goes all the way to Walmart. Honestly, <laughs> that's I'm going to the Walmart line. Really? You got all these cash registers in Walmart, and then these lines are still fucking long as hell. That's what I'm saying, dude. You these got lines the self checkout. F- you got this that. That's I don't know, crazy. man. All these, you only got those four those four registers, and you got to get your own cart, your own bags and shit. Shit gets crowded, bro. I've never well, been quite, there on quite the first. Frankly, I, I don't like shopping anywhere on the first of the month. <laughs> Fuck You no. get in there, and you're just waiting forever. That was, uh, damn. So no, no one's squeezing on Tremont with me. That was fucking, dude. Well, I, I didn't have it, bro. I, I hear you, but. Nah, fuck that, dude. He <laughs> lost me. I, I can't even bring my girlfriend out to eat, dude. That's great. <laughs> That's great. He did me dirty, dude. But. I mean that's all that's all we had for segments this week. Um I think that's a good number. We did five. Uh overall, I kinda like this format of the podcast more. What do you guys think? You want to start running it more like this? Yeah, I agree. Bert, what do you think? Yeah, it's cool. Better off. Uh quicker, easier, uh gets the information out a lot faster. And then obviously you guys can go to Twitter and Instagram and stuff to find posts from Zakala on the Instagram. Bert's gonna be all over the Twitter with pics, right? You'll be back active on there. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> you thought about it for a second. Oh, he was still active even when we weren't recording. So was, was he? Instagram. I mean, we were still posting stuff. We just we didn't get the chance to record the past yeah, week. Just, we were still just active. A little we were, break. Know, last week, last, was past week I didn't, but better off for everybody else probably anyway. So <laughs> got hit hard this week. Uh, Saturday. Not terrible. Right? I mean, I got a little bit of money, but last week and I got fucking destroyed. Those huskies, huh? Yeah, Jesus Christ, that was horrible. And you put that play out, didn't you? Oh yeah. Oh man, eight units, biggest play. Big one, yep. Fuck, that's crazy. But um, like I said, guys, we're gonna start. This is gonna be put out every Wednesday, guaranteed. No ifs, ands, or buts. If it's not going to be, we're gonna either tweet it or put it somewhere on social media so you guys know it's not. We're gonna get back to doing this every single week. We record on Mondays. We um, we'll have it out every Wednesday morning. You guys can tweet, text, call, whatever. If you guys have personal questions that you want us to talk about, air it on the show. Uh, from now on, this is how it'll be. We have a bunch of different segments, so 
Um, we'll never have a lack of content or anything like that. Try to keep them around a half hour, maybe even less, just to get this information out and um, give you guys something quick to listen to when you're driving to work or wherever you may be. Um, Zakala, Bert, thank you guys for, I mean, letting me host. Hopefully I did a decent job. Yeah, man, it's what I, what I expected out of you. I appreciate you guys knowing your fucking information because I don't know shit. And that's, that's all we have. So uh, we'll talk to you guys later. This has been the Sideline Scoop. Peace.